dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. Friends, this is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. Well, you are listening to Fabiano Nyonghuru, currently ministering uh, in the South Australian uh, Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church uh, and uh, um, uh, ministering at um, uh, both Meros Park Seventh-day Adventist Church as well as Sinai Adventist Church Company uh, are churches within the Adventist denomination and we are so thankful that you have tuned in uh, this uh, uh, wonderful time, wonderful hour as we are going to be uh, discussing and learning from the Word of God and friends, this week we have been covering the theme, the Bible, the believer and the Spirit and today's topic is a question how will the Holy Spirit change my church? And so we will be uh, learning and uh, delving into wonderful stuff, especially um, for those who are uh, seeking and searching for transformation, not just churches, not just uh, people, uh, as in those who are people of faith, but even a person who may be wanting uh, to know more about God or uh, is seeking for a better way to live um, or one who is just seeking for a better path in life. I believe that today's program is going to uh, benefit all of us in many ways. And so I'm so thankful and so grateful that we'll be uh, studying this uh, uh, this uh, topic together. And so, friends, once again, I encourage as many as are possible once again to uh, stay connected. Uh, try to even, uh, I guess, interact with us if you can, because we like to hear from those who are listening from... Um, you know, across the country, uh, or even those who might be listening uh, around the world, we welcome your, uh, your 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 messages as well. And so, the number you'd need is zero four triple eight eight zero eight eleven. That is the number you'd need. Uh, even if you uh, wanted to just uh, uh, send us a prayer request, uh, that would be very very much uh, welcome. And in fact, we love praying. Uh, for people. So please, uh, even just let us know where you're listening from. Uh, even that, uh, will put a smile, uh, to our face. And so once again, we are thankful and grateful that you have tuned in. And, uh, I'd like to just, uh, once again introduce, uh, our co-host for today, Pastor Hugh Heenan. And Pastor Hugh is a regular, uh, on this radio program. And we are privileged to have him, uh, with us today as well. Uh, so Pastor Hugh, how have you been? Well, there you go. Try again. <laughs> oh, hi there, Fabiano. Yeah, I'm doing really well and uh, really glad to be able to gain my voice <laughs> here on the radio. Yes. But yeah, and how are you doing? It's great I, to uh, to be here in the studio with you. That's right. No, I'm well and I'm praising the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful. So yeah, Pastor Hugh, uh, he's a minister of religion. Therefore, I believe he's a person who's qualified to speak on the subject of today. Uh, how will the Holy Spirit change my church? Because he is a minister in a church and I'm pretty sure that this is uh, a, a timely question, uh, many for 
maybe for many of us, isn't it? Yes, it is. And look, I think it's just amazing how the Holy Spirit can come into a person's life and change their world. That's right. I mean, as we know from the scriptures, uh, the Holy Spirit uh, led men and women of God back there in the, the early days of the church and turned the world upside down, so to speak. It certainly turned the Roman Empire and its surrounds upside down. That's and it's been doing the same ever since and changes people's lives all the time. Yes. But uh-huh. can the Holy Spirit change my church and how does the holy spirit change my church what what mm. kind of form what kind of uh, uh history does okay. the holy spirit have in that regard and so we're going to explore that today and uh, you know it's amazing what the holy spirit can do in a yes. body of believers uh when uh, where, when he comes in fills their lives and and works through them wonderful well that's great and i look forward to what we'll be learning um uh, on this uh, wonderful subject and just before we go any further i'd just like to remind those who uh, might be tuning in for the first time not necessarily remind but rather inform those who are tuning in for the first time and and and, and i just wanted to say that you can actually go to faithfm.com.au and you'll be able to listen to the previous uh presentations uh under uh today's uh theme or this week's theme i should say we've covered wonderful uh topics such as is the holy spirit real what did Jesus say? Um, and uh, what really happened at Pentecost? Um, because uh, in the book of Acts, we hear that the Holy Spirit came down and many wonderful things happened. So what really happened? Uh, and on Wednesday, uh, the topic for Wednesday was, how will the Holy Spirit change my life? Now, that's very important. And so today, therefore, we, uh, I guess, branching into now the believers, those who already be- believe in the Bible and the Holy Spirit, well, how can the Holy Spirit impact and change their church? And then tomorrow, obviously, the topic will be, what is the Spirit's place in revival? So, friends, we are so thankful and grateful uh, for those uh, topics. But before we go any further, I'd just like to um, um, uh, share with you um, some of the things that are happening around the world. Uh, as I've just been uh, browsing and searching uh, on the um, uh, on the Internet, I just wanted to, yeah, share some of the in- interesting stuff that you find on the internet, internet as you search. Um, there is this title here, Big George Four Men uh, from Rage Fighter to Revived. Uh, fr- and then in bracket, two-time champion. All right. Uh, interesting story. It says here, uh, growing up and still in my Jamaican parents' home, we had a George Foreman grill, hungry for a burger, uh, throw, uh, throw it on George Foreman, craving grilled, uh, cheese, uh, throw it on the George Foreman. George Foreman's name was uh, synonymous with the kitchen. Uh, and I had no idea he was a boxer until my dad told me when I was old enough to understand Big George Foreman, the biopic uh, that hit hitters uh, nationwide this past weekend, filled the gaps of my knowledge and proved this man truly led an extra extraordinary course. Uh, the beginning of the movie uh, takes the audience back uh, to Foreman's um, uh, uh, in, impoverished childhood in 1960s uh, Houston. Uh, it's here within the first five minutes of the movie that the first influence of Christianity appears. Um, and now this goes into the parts that I'm more interested in. After moving into a new home, his mother uh, splits into single uh, into a single uh, burger burger for 
her children into pieces. Foreman's mother holds him back from eating his piece so she can bless the food. While his siblings close their eyes to pray with her, Foreman keeps his eyes open in frustration. Uh, uh, it reveals the rage building up in him on top of being a bigger boy uh, and not having enough food. He's uh, bullied uh, by his peers for being poor and looked down upon by his teacher for having ruddy clothing and busted shoes. Um, so the long story short, um, this person... Um, uh, 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 had resentment toward God, but a crack in his heart occurs during the birth of his n- nephew, uh, his sister Mary, to whom he had always been close, um, uh, uh, is losing dangerous amounts of blood in labor while the rest of the family prays together. Four men storms outside to yell at God, what did Mary ever do to you? Huh? You just gotta take a baby. He begs God to take him instead of Mary's baby, but is soon met with the news that both his sister and his nephew are doing well. And so we could go on. Uh, it's quite an interesting story, but this is the beginning of um, uh, George uh, Freeman's uh, search and discovery of God. Uh, and so Quite an interesting story and obviously similar to many other stories which some of you uh, may have heard before. The idea that, you know, there's a person who, uh, um, in their past life, you know, wanted to know nothing about God, but then all of a sudden they are met with a crisis and they are forced to actually, uh, uh, um, uh, uh how should I put this? They are forced to, uh, deal with the reality that you know either they're going to accept God and 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 welcome him into their lives or they're just going to you know maybe find another path but in many cases people are led to uh, to this struggle to this tension experience in which case in most cases in many of the stories that I've heard people end up actually discovering God um what an interesting story and obviously one that is similar maybe to this many stories that you've ever heard before but Hugh, but this to me speaks of a change in one's heart, and this change in one's heart is something that um, I believe is supernatural. There's something mm. more than maybe just the reasoning that is happening in the her- in the head. Um, would you agree? Oh, absolutely, there, Fabiano. Because the truth of the matter is that uh, there are some things that happen in a person's life where we can see patterns, we can see habituations, and and based upon past events, we have something of an idea right. uh, with knowledge of that person as to, well, what's probably going to follow? You know, uh, we're seeing patterns repeating themselves over and over again in a person's life, and all of a sudden, yeah. there's this huge cut. Mm. Well, how does that even happen? Yeah. You know, uh, short of uh, taking a person's brain out of their skull and, yeah. uh, you know, manipulating it and reorienting it and placing it back in there after a good wash, uh, or, uh, you know, some kind of uh, 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 Complete uh, breakdown, mm. and that person then uh, uh, somehow uh, being you know, some sort of medical intervention, and that person and being turned around that way. Yeah. Uh, short of that, uh, and, and and those means, of course, uh, you know, very much extreme, yeah. and they're very much uh, unlikely. Uh-huh. Short of that, it comes down to the much more common, 
than you would ever think. Yeah. And that's by the power of the Holy Spirit coming into a person's life yes. and changing them all around. Wow. It's inexplicable. Yes. It's not something we can, certainly as you pointed out, it's not something we can reason. It's not something that yeah. we can either, for that matter, reason away. Yes. It, it, it's just the fact that uh, time and again, you've seen it, I know you've mm. seen it, Fabiana, I've oh, yes. seen it in many people's lives where yes. their lives have been changed around. That's right. And it was not by their own doing, not by their own empowerment, not yes. by uh, you know uh, just their own thinking about a yeah. situation. Um, they had completely lost control. And then suddenly God comes in and uh, their life is so much more for the better. Mm. And we're going to look at some examples of that uh, during the course of our time together today. Yeah. George Foreman's a really great example of that <laughs> in some regards. Yeah. Um, and and uh, we're going to look at some examples from contemporary uh, life, uh, such as uh, those that uh, you and I have encountered. Yeah. Uh, I'd encourage our listeners to think about some of uh, what they've seen in their lifetime as well. Right. Uh, but also what history testifies to, what the scriptures tell us mm. uh, happened from the very earliest days of the church right. uh, and, and how that, that has led uh, to so many wonderful um, positive changes in the world uh, through the agency of God's church, empowered by the Holy Spirit. And so we're going to yes. be looking at that uh, together today. Oh, wonderful. Well, mm. That's great, and uh, we are looking forward to that. And uh, I'm so thankful that um, we have this hour, and uh, we will study together. If you happen to be driving f- um, from work, uh, you know, enjoy the time that uh, uh, you know you be uh, spending on the road. But you know, as you're listening to uh, Faith FM, and as you listen to us share with you, and uh, if you're listening from home, hey, uh, just yeah, sit and relax. And uh, this is going to be a wonderful time together. But let me just remind our listener once again: we always have a free giveaway. And uh, I will let you know how to get a free giveaway, but I just wanted to let you know beforehand, just so you don't leave much earlier uh, before uh, uh, you hear about how to get this free giveaway. If you are interested, please do keep this number close by. It is the number 04888. 80811. That same number is the same number you can use to actually interact with us. We'll be interested in your thoughts on what we'll be sharing today because I know that the topic of the Holy Spirit is a hot topic. Even amongst the people of faith, there are, you know, variations of, uh, uh, uh beliefs and, uh, and, uh, perspectives, you know, so, this is going to be a wonderful time that we'll be spending together. So we're going, we're going to come to a break. Um, and after the break, then we'll pretty much delve deep into the subject. So our theme for this week has been the Bible, the believer, and the Holy Spirit. But today's topic is, how will the Holy Spirit change my church? So please stay with us. The song is, It's Not Just a Story by Andre Crouch. Enjoy it. As we go, come to the break, and we'll be right back. I the story of Jesus Sounded like music in my ear Beautiful story of Jesus Dispelled my doubts and all my fears Just a story, but we are. 
of his love for this world to save every man woman boy and girl Possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Hey, welcome to our Faith FM Drive Time. This is the big Q&A, big Q&A, I should say, and emphasize. Uh, our co-host for today is Pastor Hugh Heenan. G'day there, Fabiano. Yeah, welcome, welcome. And uh, we welcome those who are listening. Hey, we would like to know where you're listening from. Please do let us know where you're listening from. The theme for this week has been the Bible, the believer, and the Spirit. And today's topic is how will the Holy Spirit change my church? Well, mm. let me maybe once again pose that question to you, Pastor Hugh. Um, yeah, how will the Holy Spirit change our church? Yeah, that, oh, that, that is such a key question. I'm so glad you've asked that. The Holy Spirit longs mm-hmm. to fill the lives of individual believers, but how much more so yes. when he fills the lives of the entire body of believers right. in a certain locality or even around uh, a region or around the world. Yes. And, and so can you imagine, you, know, you think of all the good that certain great men and women of God, even boys and girls uh, of God have done uh, through the ages in uh-huh. terms of raising up hospitals, uh, raising up schools, raising the dead and everything in between mm-hmm. uh, by means and by power of the Holy Spirit living within them. Uh, and then multiply that by X number of believers in a certain locality or, or uh, wherever the Holy Spirit moves. Yes. Uh, there is no end to what the Holy Spirit can do. Yeah. But, but the, I think what's really important for us is to start out by thinking about, well, hang on a moment. How can I, by His grace, be a part of what He is doing? Mm. You know, setting myself aside and letting him live within me. You know, as the Apostle Paul said there in Galatians 2 and verse 20, uh, he said uh, uh, with regards to the believer, and as he said with regards to himself, he said, you know, no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me, you know, crucifying the old man and letting the new man be alive. Yes. Uh, so that Christ live in us and be alive in us. Mm. And uh, and so uh, this is uh, this is really important for us to oh, yes. uh, to consider that, um, sorry, just uh, handing something over there to Fabiano. We've got a technical <laughs> something happening there. But uh-huh. just uh, just to consider how that uh, – oh, thank you for that, Fabiano. Th- uh, just to, to think um, how important it is for us to uh, <clears throat> allow God to work in our lives uh, and uh, – and to be alive to what God wants to do through us. So I think that's really where we need to begin. This right. is something we've explored earlier this week. I'd really encourage our listeners to to look back uh, and listen in uh, via our uh, online website uh, there at uh, Faith FM uh, and uh, that that website, of course, Fabiano. Yes, faithfm.com.au. That's, that's right. The one. That's the one. So <laughs> faithfm.com.au. Look back upon some of the presentations from this week once they're up, and uh, and. They'll explain in depth as to how you can receive the Holy Spirit. But in short, because uh, I really want to answer that question, I think, yes. first up, is, well, how can the Holy Spirit live within me? That's right. It's very simple, actually. Yes. Uh, in 
Acts chapter 2, and this is something which uh, Gary looked at on Tuesday, I believe. He said, uh, Peter, Peter replied here uh, to the people who, who were saying, well, you know, what shall we do? How, you know, how can this be in our lives? Peter says, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And you might, does it say that? No, no. You will. You will. will. <laughs> you will receive right. the gift of the Holy Spirit. And the promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. Mm. And so this is something which is not just for the people that were there on the day of Pentecost, as we're reading there in Acts chapter 2, verses 38 to 39. Yes. Uh, it is even for you and me here and now today. And so every promise, every act and move of God through the book of Acts and there in the early church is just as relevant and applicable to our lives here and now today as what it was back then. Wonderful. Uh, and so this is not something which is just a, a, you know, a one-off set of occurrences back in time, but is something which God wants to do in our lives here and now today. And how does that happen? It happens mm-hmm. by repenting, saying, that, oh, you know, I, my heart is cut within me at, at the thought of uh, how... My life is, is, has been separated or is in some way remote from God, uh, or, or how I've gone off track, I've made mistakes, I've done wrong things. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want that to be the case anymore. I want my life to be, uh, live for more than that. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and so to repent, to turn in 180 degrees, turn back to God and, and, uh, be baptized, mm. you know, be, be immersed in water, but also allow yourself to be, you know, and that's really key, allow yourself. You know, let go of the things that you've you've got your life full of, and allow ourselves to be immersed uh, in the Spirit of God, and and do so in the name of Jesus, with a focus on Jesus, uh, and we will receive forgiveness. We'll also receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, He is a free gift of God when we receive and accept the Lord Jesus Christ and allow Him into our lives uh, and make Him the Lord of our lives. Uh, So it's really as simple as that. And then the Holy Spirit, He will begin to bring about changes. He will begin to, uh, uh, begin to remove those, those things that gradually over time that, that uh, are not doing us any good. And He'll begin to fill us with the fruit of His Spirit. He'll begin to change our character. Ennoble us, empower us, and fill mm. us uh, in such a way that we'd be able to to live out uh, the transformative power, uh, the righteous power of God in our lives, and to encourage others to do the same. So, the promises we encounter in the Book of Acts uh-huh. are very much for us as well. Now, well, why is that important? Well, once we receive the Holy Spirit, and and by the way, some people might say, well, you know. I, I, I want to repent. I, I, I feel very contrite. I feel very, uh, very repentant. And I, I confess that I, you know, I need, uh, God in my life. Uh, and I want my life to be, to be changed. Uh, and, uh, I've been baptized and I've, uh, confessed my sins. I've been forgiven of my sins. Um, but have I really received the Holy Spirit? I would just mm. simply say to you that, uh, the one and the same Spirit that called you, that that convicted you in yes. your heart of the need to change, right? The one and the same Spirit that has uh, that has said, "Child, you are mine." The one and the same Spirit that has that has said that God is willing to forgive us and and wants to forgive us and is able to forgive us mm. uh, is the same Spirit of God that will come in and fill us as well with yeah. the empowerment of God. So um, what mm. does that then mean for the church? Once mm-hmm. each individual believer begins to be filled with the Spirit of God. Look, I, right. I want to tell you something. Years ago, uh, I was in a church where there had been no movement 
uh-huh. of the spirit, you could say, yes. for a long time, uh, at least on a very highly perceptible large scale. Right. Uh, and uh, this was a church that seemed or felt quite deflated. You know, wow. uh, when I turned up to this particular church, uh, it was a church that, well, you know, uh, I called them the 12 apostles. Uh, there, there were, there were uh, some might say the 12 fossils, uh, but there, there, were, there were 12 people, in right. that, literally 12. Uh, and uh, I was the youth group in that church. Right. Uh, now, you would think, well, their energy is spent, they're, they're getting elderly and so on. And, uh, and, and this was a church that was well set in its ways. It hadn't seen um, uh, the font uh, filled with water or dusted off from cobwebs uh, for a baptism. It, it hadn't seen... Uh, uh, new members of that church join it uh, for a very long time, and it hadn't had any really evangelistic series conducted in many years. Mm. Uh, now, this was a church that seemed to be very much in decline. Uh, what to do in such a place? Uh-huh. Well, praise be to God, we began to seek him in prayer and to, to pray and to ask the Lord to uh, and to confess before God. Uh, those things that were that were coming between him and us, right. and, and likewise also to ask for the infilling and indwelling of the Holy Spirit, uh, and with our focus on Jesus as Lord, mm. uh, but also to look for ways that uh, that we could uh, encourage other people and and to to allow them also to become a part of what what you know God was placing on our heart to do as well. Yes. And so the result was that that went from a church that was. You know, Obviously, uh, one that wasn't really on the radar in the community, uh-huh. to being one that was filled with people. We, we didn't have Amen. enough room in that church yes. for all the people that were in it. Wow. Um, another church that was uh, just 